Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to episode 213 of the Enough Podcast. <laughs> My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm a little bit loopy because me and Patrick have been on the phone for 35 minutes already. <laughs> I know, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I've recorded a darn thing, talking about all sorts of crazy stuff. All sorts of schemes and plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I think Mike is probably also a little bit thrown because... Uh, it, it's it, it it apparently is my I don't give a damn day. Like, you know, oh, you want to do what? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> oh, let's just chuck it all and start all over again. <laughs> Why know, it's not? Just, it's, it's one of those days. One of those days when I'm in that mood to just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just ready to just throw it all in, start anew. And, uh, and that's okay. That's all right. So why are you loopy? Loopy? Oh, you know when just your brain is is has been turned to mush. Yeah, that's what mine is like today. Oh <laughs> uh, well, welcome to my entire life. So uh, we got two sponsors today, right? Mm-hmm. We do. It's always this a good thing. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing that I don't think a lot of people get right, and that is that. Um, uh, producing a show like this actually does cost money. <laughs> um, a lot of people think, oh, you can just throw up a podcast and do it for free. And no, it doesn't quite work that way. Um, not when you're doing it at, at these levels, right? You can do it for free, but why sure. would you want to? Well, you know, why would you want to? I mean, you could, you know, you could do anything for free, but you're going to get what you pay for. Right, mm-hmm. and sponsors really do help to make sure that the thing that gets produced is of the highest quality possible, right? Yeah, um, and 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 that's the thing, right? I think people think, oh, you know, sponsors is that you know, and they're just like rolling in money or what? No, no, it's it's the difference between you know getting this you know, half put together thing that sounds like hell um, and getting a quality product um, and getting, you know, getting something that you enjoy listening to every week and getting something that keeps both Mike and I showing up because quite frankly, it takes a lot of our time. And, you know, although we'd love to just sit on the phone and chat for 35 minutes every week before we record, we don't always have that luxury. This is taking time away from our, you know, from our actual stuff. So, so yeah, sponsors are always good. Please, please, please support the heck out of them. And so speaking of which, uh, who is our new sponsor this week? So we have a brand new sponsor this week, and that is the fine folks over at Shutterstock.com, where you'll find over 20 million, Patrick, 20 million stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and video clips. You can start your search over at Shutterstock.com to find the perfect image for your website ad publication or any other creative project. Shutterstock gives you a global image collection to find images from across the world to suit your project. Choose between image packs and monthly subscription packages. With that, you can choose whatever fits your needs and you never have to compromise. But if you need just one image for your blog or mock-up, you can do that too. You can go in and just pick little things if you like. Every time you visit Shutterstock, you will definitely find something new since they add 10,000 new images every single day, Patrick. And it's more affordable 
than anybody may think, with no extra charge for large files. You just download any image in any size and pay just one price. They don't nickel and dime you for high-resolution images. If you need them, just take them. You can yeah. easily curate and share pictures via Lightboxes. You can choose your favorite pictures or videos and add them to your own Lightbox gallery as you search. It's really simple. It's just of a simple click. But you can also do this with a simple tap because you can also use their iPad app to create yeah. and, and view your light boxes too. They have something called enhanced license access where if you like an image and you want to run it on print or swag for your trade shows, then they can get you one of these so you can do this. They also have a huge library of vectors, icons, infographic templates and video clips should you need any of those. If you need any help at Shutterstock.com, you can get an account rep dedicated to you who will answer any questions. They also have 24-hour support during the week. Now, this is all you need to do. Go sign up for a free browse account at Shutterstock.com. No credit card needed to do so. And when you find the images that you'll love and that you need and you want to purchase them, you want to use the code ENOUGH7. That's E-N-O-U-G-H and the number 7. And you will get 30% off any of their packages. Thank you so much to Shutterstock for sponsoring today. And I hope that you'll check them out. Yeah, agreed. And... You know, I've uh, outside of the sponsor thing. You know, I've I've used Shutterstock for uh, the times when I have needed uh, sometimes uh, images or like you know pictures or whatnot. But most of the time, vector um, art for client websites, um, or even uh, on a personal level, my wife's. Uh, personal website, uh, gladhill.org, um, the uh, little uh, scrolly details that you uh, see in the corners there. Mm-hmm. That's where I got them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people think, you know, oh, you know, oh, they hear stock and all they think of is photos, right? But as you said, no, it's, it's, there's, there's images, there's icons, there's all sorts of really useful things. Um, so go check it out. It's not just about photos. Um, if you have any sort of design project um, that requires something that you can't do yourself, uh, they likely got it. Just saying. So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about a few things today because um, we talked a little bit in a big part of our discussion actually uh, before the show was about being stressed out kind of right because you know you've, you've got your reasons um, mine are that uh, I've got uh, basically Beatrix is off of school my daughter um, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday of this week for some special teacher thing I don't know and when you work for yourself, uh, and I, this is true of when you work for other company, like a company too. I don't know what what people do when they work for a company. I'm assuming they like take vacation days or something like that when their kids have off school. But as is the case, a lot of times it's like all kids have off school on those days, so not everyone can take vacation. I, I have no how, idea how it works with companies. All I know is that. When you work for yourself, it's in a real bind because what a lot of a lot of people don't understand is that when you have a consulting-based business, oftentimes if you're not doing the work, you're not making the money, right? Like <laughs> it, it really is that simple. Um, 
it, and it really does equate to that. It's not like you just like get to take time off and still get a paycheck or that you get to leave a few hours early and still get a paycheck. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. And so basically what you end up having to do is try to figure out how to fit in as much of that stuff that you would have done on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday into Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> and it makes for some real kind of stressful, crazy-making situations um, to the point which, like, you know, I yesterday was stacked end to end and even in between appointments. I was on the phone in the car doing a, yet another thing, like in between appointments, if that makes sense. So, like, I'm I'm going from one client appointment to um, you know another client appointment, and in the car, I'm servicing a third client over the phone, um, just because that's you know that's what I had, and that's the only time I had, and I kind of it was one of those situations where it couldn't wait. You had to fit it in, and uh, so it's like, okay, what, what free moment do I have to fit this in? Oh, I can, you know, give you a call between this time and this time. You know, the half hour I have in between these two appointments while I'm driving in the car. You know, will that be okay? All right, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it's really hard to to kind of juggle that stuff. You know, I think one of the Things that one of the requirements you have to have as a freelancer, as a consultant, is you have to be really, really good at managing your own time. Um, and I think that that's a missing component that a lot of people have. And I, I think you know, even you know, those of us who have been doing it for a long time and are good at it, often forget to do things like. Oh, I've got to figure lunch into the schedule. Like, you know, yeah, I am so bad <laughs> at times, not always, but I'm either I'm either okay or terrible at time yeah. management. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and uh, you know, here's a case where you kind of have to be fairly good at it. Like you know, I always feel bad when we do have a little bit of conversation at the beginning of the at the beginning of the show before we start recording because I know what comes after, right? Mm. And I know that that time that we took is actually eating away from that little bit of free time you have in between recording shows. And so I always feel bad because it's like, oh man, you know, is he going to have enough time to eat now? Well, luckily today. I didn't need to record before this show, so I've already eaten. Okay, terrific. Well, that's that makes me feel a bit better. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? You know, I think people have this unrealistic idea of time that it can somehow be made. Like you can make time. Like suddenly, if you just work hard enough, you'll have more time. And that's just not true of time, right? It's all traded. Time has a fixed quantity. There are exactly twenty-four hours in every day. You know, the that's it. That's what you get. And you know, you you know, any time that you spend extra somewhere else is just the way it works. There's no avoiding it. 
And so you kind of have to keep that in mind because, you know, quite frankly, that half hour that I, um, so let me describe something that happened yesterday. So yesterday, um, I was in, you know, had a meeting, then had a, you know, client appointment and then had this kind of, you know, or in, in between had about an hour. Okay. Just so happened that my meeting wrapped up early and I had gotten an email from somebody who was like, you know, hey, would you have any time this week to meet? And my wife and I have this, you know, long running kind of uh, statement about kind of how time works for us. And that is either we have time right this moment or two weeks from now. And there generally is no in between, right? Either right this moment, a window frees up, and it's like, okay, I can give you a half hour right now. Or you have to wait two to three weeks. You have to book two to three weeks in advance in order to be able to get time with us, right? And the obviously, the right now is never guaranteed, right? It's just like one of these things, like if you call and you're like, you know, hey, do you have any time? Yeah, I have it right this second. And if right this second doesn't work for you, well, then... What's uh, how about three weeks from now, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and so it was one of those situations where he pinged me. He's like, "Hey, do you have time this week?" I said, "I have time right now for about an hour. Why don't Why don't you just come meet me where I'm having lunch?" <laughs> That's what we did. And so I, you know, I I went. I stopped. I got lunch. He came, sat down. You know. He got some lunch. I, you know, he even bought my lunch. It was great. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was one of these things where, okay, I can fit it in right this second. I have no other time. Right? You know, because that time has to come from somewhere and I have nowhere else to take it from right now. Nor will I for the next several weeks. And so, you know, I guess, how do you, how do you fit? And by the way, um, uh, I was asked this question. I had mentioned this on the app.net about how I'm trying to fit everything into these two days. And uh, Florian Leonel um, uh, asked me, you know, said, hey, could you talk about this on enough? You know, how do you go about doing this? How do you prioritize? You know, that sort of thing. You know, how is it that you can fit a week's worth of stuff into two days? And really, it comes down to this. And that is, yes, it's all a matter of priority. And you have to be ready to fit that stuff in anywhere you possibly can. Squeeze it in. Um, but you also have to recognize that you're not going to be able to do everything. That you're going to have to say, no, I cannot do that this week. How about next week or at this time or the following week at this other time, will either of those work for you? If not, let me know, and maybe we can come up with another solution that doesn't involve me, right? <laughs> um, but sometimes it comes down to that, and people just have to kind of understand. Um, you know, we're going to have another situation, my wife and I, where there's like a two-and-a-half-week gap between when my daughter's current school ends 
And when she begins kindergarten, starting, you know, for the you know fall session. And my wife and I didn't didn't realize this until very recently. We thought it was only going to be about a week in between, and that's like, okay, we can manage that. But to find out that, in fact, it's actually two and a half weeks, you know, we said, well, since we can't really plan around that, let's just leave. Let's just take a vacation. This is the time, you know, because, you know, the, much of our work can be done remotely. And it is so much easier for us to be able to tell our clients, we're going to be gone from this time to this time. Than to try to negotiate and work out between us, fitting around each other's schedules, how to get everyone fit into that. Right, it's actually easier for us to just go, <laughs> not have to, not have to juggle that, and then that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a, we're going to take a road trip, uh, taking us through Indianapolis. We'll probably stay in Indianapolis for a night or two. Bethany's got a couple of friends there. Uh, Columbus, I want to see Randy Murray, um, and uh, hang out with Randy. That's been long standing on my list. Um, long-standing on Bethany's bucket list is to go see the Biltmore Estate uh, in Asheville, North Carolina. And then on the way back, I've got an aunt in Nashville who's getting up there, so we may come back through Nashville, possibly through Memphis, although I haven't quite decided that yet. Um, but, of course, if I go through Memphis, I'll see Mr. Hackett um, and uh, then swing back up through Chicago. I'd love to have a have a meetup of some sort in Chicago, even if it's just Chicago. like, hey. Huh? I was just saying Chicago in my terrible... Yeah, Chicago. Chicago. terrible accent. Chicago. Um, uh, and, uh, and the, yeah, so even if it's just like, a, hey, come meet me for lunch, uh, I'll be, we'll be lunching here. Anyone who wants to come down and meet, do so at noon, <laughs> basically sort of thing. It might be one of those things and then uh, swinging back up. But, yeah, just taking a massive road trip and just being gone. Sometimes that's the solution. And how Sometimes long the is, solution is to disappear. How long, does, <laughs> how long are you taking to do that? The road trip? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, if we work it out the way that we want to, probably a week to ten days. Cool. And when is the when are you doing that? Oh, jeez, this would be. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me tough questions like this. That, That's not like, a tough I, question. When are you? Sure, going? it's a tough question. Just simply because I don't. Uh, here, I need to look here. I need to do that. And oh, you got to be kidding me! There we go. Um, sometime between August 9th and the seventeenth. Nice. Or no? No, I'm sorry. Wrong. Wrong. Sometime between the 27th, August 27th, and September 8th. I apologize. Cool. So sometime between there. We can't leave until the 27th, and we have to return by the 8th in order to have enough time to prepare for getting Beatrix off to school. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, you know, one, of those, one of those things. Uh, so, uh, getting back to the question of hand, how do you fit it all in? Well, it really depends. You do your best. 
you say no to lots of things. Um, you push off a lot of things. Uh, people uh, are generally really understanding. You keep in mind that you're not going to be making any money <laughs> for that week, at least not that you normally would during the week. You're just um, spending yeah. instead. Well, you gotta, yeah, you gotta kind of account for that, and and uh, just like with time, it's got to come from somewhere. Um, and then uh, you, in those extreme cases, it's easier to just leave. It's easier to say no to everything than it is to, to say to try to juggle around all the yeses. So, so that's the plan. But. All of this kind of falls into the next subject. We should probably, you know, talk a little bit about uh, our next sponsor because we have two this week. I think that'd be a great idea, Mr. Rune. Yeah. So should I talk about Squarespace? You probably should. The all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website. Of course, Squarespace are bringing this episode to you, and they will also give you a free trial and 10% off if you go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLY. Squarespace is constantly (laughs) updating their platform with new features, designs, and fantastic support. They have great designs for you to start with and loads of style options that will allow you to adjust and really craft your own space on the internet. They take care of hosting. They take care of making sure that your site looks fantastic on any device. And they take care of all those little bits like SEO and image versioning and all that stuff as well. Squarespace is really easy to use, but they have an amazing support team if you need any help or have any issues, and they work 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. When you're over at squarespace.com, they have some beautiful videos that you can watch which show you how different people are using Squarespace to create their own site online. You can just click on the little arrows on the left and right and you can see how like musicians and restaurants and artists and all of those cool types of people, I'm sure the types of people that our listeners are, very creative, <laughs> fun, awesome people. How they're using Squarespace differently, you can see that. Uh, make sure that you uh, check all that out because I think you're going to love it. And while you're at that site, while you're over at squarespace.com watching those free vid- all those awesome videos, you can sign up for a free trial is what I'm trying to say. No credit <laughs> card is required to do this. And if you decide to purchase a plan over at Squarespace, their plans start at just $8 a month, and they include a free donate domain name if you sign up for a year. What's happened? I think I need to, to replace my teeth. <laughs> Don't forget that you, you are will... British after all. Exactly. Don't forget that, that you will get 10% off, and you will help support enough and 5x5 if you use the offer code TALLYHO. So go check out Squarespace, everything that you need to create an exceptional website. That is awesome. I think I need to replace my teeth. <laughs> so getting back to this uh, this appointment that I squeezed in uh, with this uh, friend of mine yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's you know uh, an entrepreneur and a... Um, very busy guy, very well-respected guy in uh, the uh, tech community here in the uh, Twin Cities. He's, you know, one of those folks that you know you say his name in the right circles, everyone knows him. Um, and uh, you know, but he's gone through some you know business growing pains. Uh, 
certainly trying to stay on top of everything himself has not worked. He, you know, has uh, recently uh, hired some people, project managers and other developers and such to help to manage the load, especially as he recently had a baby and, you know, found that, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know he's a new father. Had not been a father before. Discovered that oh my gosh, uh, these take time. <laughs> and so, so yeah, it's uh, you know one of those things. And so he wanted to meet with me just to kind of bounce some ideas around about managing the load. And uh, you know one of the things that I you know, kept coming back around to was this idea that, you know, he has this big, huge load of stuff and he's trying to figure out a way to manage it. And his choice was, you know, to hire some people, right? And I, I said, you know, but you do realize you have another choice that you chose not to do. And he's like, well, what? And I said, well, you could have cut half your clients and doubled your prices. Or you could have just doubled your prices and watched half your clients cut themselves. That when approached with a problem of time, um, there's you know a couple of ways you can go about dealing with it. And only one of those ways really scales right <laughs> um, and throwing more people at the problem doesn't really scale necessarily because now all you've done is you've 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 automated right employees are automation for better or worse that's what employees are right you know that um, you hire employees to do those jobs that you either A, don't want to do yourself or B, can't do yourself. But those employees just as easily could be robots if you could find a robot to do it for the price that you could find the employee to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that, that it's automation. Um, and that, um, and you know, the, the, the risk he faced was you know, well, I don't want to lose this money that's coming in in this business, you know, that's coming in. But I can't handle that load all my by myself, so I've got to hire some people. Well, mm, yeah, but your other choice was actually to cut and to raise your prices, right? Um, and you would have achieved the same effect. You would have had just as much money coming in, but now you have the ability to handle the work alone without having to manage anyone, without having to automate. And I think that oftentimes we tend to approach, approach solutions as like we have to buy something to fix this or we have to add this process to fix this, right? It's kind of the inbox zero sort of thing, right? Inbox zero is just simply a process to to apply to to dealing with the load of email that you have. Or you can reduce the load of email that you have and achieve the same effect and be able to process what you then receive. Heck, you can just say, 
I'm not going to receive any more email at all. <laughs> you can send it all to, like, you just cut off the email account and watch it all bounce. I'm not saying that everyone has that luxury. Obviously, not everyone does. And oftentimes, that's not necessarily a, a valid choice, but it is a choice. It's one of the options on the table, right? That instead of constantly looking for a way to deal with the load, why not at least leave on the table the option of decreasing or eliminating the load? Because ultimately, ultimately, that's a more effective option. At least in many cases. Not in every case, but in many cases. And I think we're too quick to rush to find some app or some process or some system or some this or some that that can, you know, basically allow us to do more than we can handle. Instead of just saying, hey, this is more than I can handle and how do I eliminate it? All right. And, you know, I think, uh, so there was this article that uh, came out yesterday. A lot of the geeks online, especially the productivity ones, were talking about it. Um, uh, it was on Slate magazine about how, you know, the life hacking movement and all that life hacking really does in a lot of cases is cause us to figure out ways to do more work that we really you know, instead of giving us more time, giving us more freedom, giving us all it does is allow us to do more and more and more. And I think that there is some validity in that. I think, you know, instead of, you know, looking at this overflowing email inbox and saying, there's no way I can handle this and I need to figure out some way not to answer you know, 75% of these emails <laughs> or to not receive them in the first place, you know, instead we look at, well, how do I, how do I manage that load? And I, I don't know. I think that there's something there. I think that the, you know, the problem with the article is it kind of poo-pooed the whole life hacking movement without really offering any, any valid alternatives. And I guess here's what I'm offering is a valid alternative. And that valid alternative is to say no. That valid alternative is to cut the load in half as opposed to try to take it all on. Um, you know, that, that that's a valid alternative in a lot of cases. I'm lucky. I work for myself. So I get to kind of make these rules. I understand that those people that work for somebody else or work in a large corporation or things like that don't necessarily have that kind of control over the over the time that they're given or the tasks that are placed upon them or the email that they receive, things like this. Uh, I, I get that and I get that, you know. But I also want to say that that's a choice that you're making. You're making the choice to work in that environment. And I know you're thinking, well, but, you know, I need the job, and, you know, I don't know where I'd find another one, and i got to keep food on my family's table, and I can't just quit my job, and da-da-da. And my take on that is, well, okay, fair enough, but you can't deny that that is one of the choices. It may not be a choice that you're willing to live with, but it is a choice all the same. And furthermore... That's exactly what these companies want you to say, right? That's exactly what your employer wants you to think. 
They want you not to figure out, you know, they, they, they want, they would love if you gave them twice the productivity at the same price. They would just love that because it helps them. It kills you, but it helps them. And they want you to think that, no, you got to figure out a way to deal with this volume. You can't say no. You can't say, I can't do all of the tasks on my list, Mr. Employer, so we need to figure out how 50% of this can get removed from my list because that's the all I can do. And if you don't like that, well, then I guess we can't, I can't work for you. <laughs> I mean, yes, hard choice, still a choice, still one on the table. May not like it, but it is one. And to deny it, it's just kidding yourself and killing yourself at the same time. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm waiting. There's no uh, there's no argument that I can give you that I know that you won't just <laughs> argue, <laughs> argue away with the very, in my opinion, as much as I love you, simple argument of, but you have a choice. Sometimes the choices aren't always in your hands. They're not the outcome and the things that are needed to make that choice happen lay outside of your area of control, your area of immediate control. And sometimes this comes through fear of destroying relationships by taking that potential option mm -hmm. and maybe forcing someone or trying to put someone in a situation in which they are forced to give you what you want. So that is a choice that you make. But I feel like sometimes there are things that are outside of our um, ability to be able to affect because they re rely on somebody feeling a certain way, which they might not. Does that make any sense, what I just said? No, it makes perfect sense. And like I said, it is not an easy choice. I I'm, I certain, I'm not taking this away from people. I'm really not. But to pretend like you have no choice is also an untruth, right? You know, that, you know, as much as an untruth as it would be for me to treat this as if it's some sort of easy choice and that it's completely within your control and that sort of thing. And I, I, I realize I come off that way sometimes, and trust me. Well, what about... I, I know that's not the case. What about you have kids and if you mm -hmm. make the choice of leaving your job, then your kids lose their home? No, I mean, certainly there's there's some serious dependencies there. So is that a choice then? Yes, it's a choice. It's just a difficult one. The, the wrong one, maybe. Maybe the wrong one. It may be the wrong one at that time, right? I mean, the, the, the fact is, oh, geez, I can't even remember who it was, but I, you know, talked to someone about, um, you know, about the whole Apple consulting thing and, you know, and going off on your own and doing that thing. And my, you know, and they were in a particularly, you know, bad place financially and, you know, had some recent additional burdens placed on it. And I'm like, well, this is the completely wrong time to do this. So don't. Go get yourself a job that offers good benefits and, and a regular paycheck because that's what you need right now. While at the same time, maybe doing this other thing on the side, 
right? I mean, certainly when I was a full-time single dad, which I was for a good 10 years, I did both. I did my consulting business on the side where I could fit it in in the evenings, and you worked a full-time job. Why? Well, because I needed that regular paycheck. I needed that health care. I needed to keep that on the table for the sake of my kids. But that was a choice that I made. And some, you know, just about any sane person would look at it and say that was the right choice at that time. But it was a choice. I could have chosen a million other things. And those may have been the wrong choice. But they were also a choice. Right? And I think it really is about at least understanding and recognizing that everything we do is a choice. Good or bad, right or wrong, it's all a choice. And especially when it comes to our time, taking away from one thing is going to give go to somewhere else, right? And it's all a choice about where you decide to spend that. Um, that's all I'm saying. It's yes, you know, if you know, being in that job where you're completely overwhelmed uh, and you don't see any way out nor any way to complete the t- things that are expected of you um, in the amount of time given, and you are working, 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 and you're stressed out. And you're going home uh, and to your wife and kids, absolutely stressed out and exhausted. And do you think that that's a good thing? Go right ahead. Best choice. <laughs> so it's jumping into a pit full of snakes. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. I mean, you know, so is jumping off of a 10-story building with no no parachute, right? I mean, it's, you know, saw this crazy video. This guy has built these, this, like, jet wing thing. He's, like, flying next to a B-17 bomber, and it's jet stream, and it's, or, and it's like, you know, airstream. I'm like, okay, that's a choice I wouldn't make. <laughs> I don't care how cool it looks. That's a choice I would never in a million years make. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, all I guess I, I'm I'm getting to is that be careful about this productivity stuff, this life hacking stuff, and really ask yourself what benefit it's giving you. Is it giving you more time to just get more stuff done, or is it giving you more time to spend that time in a way that you choose? Because I would argue that one of those things, one of those things is is a better reason for doing it than the other. I really do. That's my belief. I suppose with that, we should probably wrap her up. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Where can people find you? I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Everywhere. Just everywhere. about everywhere. Just everywhere. 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 I'm, I'm Patrick Rowan, everywhere. P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-H-O-N-E. 
I can never say I can never say it like you do. You get you pretty close. I'm getting there. I'm trying. I'm really, I like I like practice this in the mirror. H, 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 H. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Anne. Anne H. I don't know. See, uh, um, let's see. Uh, um, television and movie star dated uh, Ellen DeGeneres for a while, I believe. And Heche. Yeah. In any case, I digress. All right. With that, <laughs> we'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>